0: If you constantly put that most important thing first, if you do that, directed towards that north star, that to me, when you get to the end of your days, the secret to the happy life, when you look back on yourself, you're gonna say, everything I did was exactly in line with the values I set up and the mission I had for my life. What confidence is has nothing to do with winning or the leaderboard. What confidence is, is knowing that you giving your best efforts is enough. Hello and welcome back to Chasing Excellence. How are you, Ben? I'm doing good, Patrick. I have a very simple question for you that is simple to ask and probably very hard to actually live, but what is the secret to the good life? Um, so what is the secret to the good life? What is the secret to life? What is the meaning of life? It's all, um, that, you know, where it's as, the, as far reaching as, you know, um, every religion mm-hmm. to Einstein to, um, you know, Victor Frankl and man's search for meaning to basically every philosopher that's ever walked the earth from the Stoics to Nietzsche. It's like... <laughs> That's the question. There's the question, right? I like how you said. So it. I'd but like you to I like solve how you it. D- I'd like you to solve it in fifteen or twenty minutes. Right. That's what. We, that's the time we got. Right. <laughs> I like how you said though. What's like I. Lo- what's the secret to the good life? Right. Like yeah. not what's the secret to life. Like, who cares what that is? What's the secret to a good life? And um okay, I'll, I will take a crack at this. <laughs> um, um, I think it comes down to, let's call it two or three different major things. And yep. the first one is as simple as asking your, is, is there's two questions I believe that everyone should be asking themselves all the time. The first one is, what, how am I going to live a fulfilled life? Meaning, when I'm on my deathbed and I am, um, I know I have um, hours or a day or two to live. And I'm looking back on my life, what am I going to be saying to myself? Am I going to be saying, I'm so thankful that I did X, Y, and Z? Or am I saying, I wish I had done X, Y, and Z? When we saying I wish I had not done X, Y, and Z. And it doesn't need to be like people are like, okay, it's gonna be about love and relationships. You know, it could be like, I wish I had worked harder when I got a chance to play um you know, varsity baseball. Like that's a like, okay, that matters. Like I, it could be, I wish I had not quit in my boy scouts. I become an Eagle scout. Like that's okay. Like what are the things that you're going to be wishing on your deathbed that you're gonna be looking back on saying, I wish um, I had done this. I wish I hadn't done this, or I wish i had spent more time doing this. And obviously it's going to come back to that old saying, no one on their tombstone has ever said, I wish I had spent more time in the office. Right. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe you're going to say, I wish I had started that business. I wish I had um, followed that passion I had of and opened up a restaurant. That might be something that's not a right or wrong thing. That's more time in, quote unquote, the office. So the first one to me is not letting societal pressures move you in a certain direction, but thinking about yourself from a third party view, almost like from up above, looking back on your life and saying, "What?" Am I going to be asking myself when I'm about to kick it and saying this is a fulfilled life to me? So that's essentially a 10,000 foot view. The second question, I think that people should be constant, and that might be a type of thing you need to revisit once a week, once a month, once a year, whatever it is. But I do think that revisiting that question frequently matters. It keeps you kind of steering towards a, the, the, the bright shining object that matters yep. and not getting distracted. The by North Star. Else. The yeah. North Star, love okay. it. Okay. Um, from there, the next question I think to be, Constantly asking yourself, and this is, I believe, if you do this, you're gonna it, it, it'll it'll change people's lives. If people, it's constantly be asking yourself, what is the most important thing I should be doing right now? And the key thing there is defining importance, mm-hmm. right? And I liked Stephen Covey's approach to this of like there is urgent things that are pressing there in your face. They're deadline driven. They are the stacked up bills you have to pay. the growing emails, the voicemails you got to get back to, that meeting, that client interaction, that presentation you got to prepare for. All those things could be important, but chances are they're more urgent. Mm-hmm. The important things generally are things that move you towards your life's mission statement. There are things that have to do with like building relationships and learning and growing and important things unfortunately seem to usually take a backseat to the urgent things. So if you constantly put that most important thing first, if you do that, directed towards that North Star, that to me, when you get to the end of your days, the secret to the happy life, when you look back on yourself, you're gonna say, Everything I did was exactly in line with the values I set up and the mission I had for my life. To me, that's the whole thing. What's my 10,000 a view for what I want to accomplish in my life? Now, right now, today, at this very moment, what is the most important thing I should be doing? By the way, this is the same thing you do for a business if you're trying mm-hmm. to grow a business. Where do you want to be? What do you want to look like? What's your mission? What's your vision? What are your goals? What's your 10-year target? Then from there, let's whittle that down to daily, actual, accountable steps to make sure we're tracking in that direction. That's the two questions I would ask myself. The next piece of it would be, don't, it's gonna sound weird, don't let your feelings lead you astray. Okay. Feelings are misguided. Mm -hmm. Feelings are liars. So we have this evolutionary past as human beings where we have, Are, you know, been around for hundreds of thousands of years. Well, for the majority of the time that we have been in existence, we have not been living the lives that you and I are living today. We were in a tribe outside of a cave with a fire, scrounging for our next meal and trying to um, make sure that a saber toothed tiger didn't kill us, Mm -hmm. right? And whether you, it's, as far back as caveman up through you know like modern civil you know just the beginning of dawn of civilization but that is the huge majority of the way we have been programmed your feelings reflect our evolutionary past not today so if you here's the simple one if you wait to feel like going to the gym you're not going to go to the gym mm-hmm. you know Nobody, when they're trying to get off the couch and they're they're trying to lose 100 pounds and quit smoking and get off the Doritos and the host cupcakes, feels like going to the gym. That feeling is a liar. That feeling is holding you back. What you have to do is take action. That feeling is keeping you from doing that. Now, here's the the example of how this ties into our evolution. We are built in, our, our DNA is prescribed to be calorie- saving human beings we don't want to expend energy unless we have to that's why you want to stay on the couch well the same thing goes for i i really don't want to give that presentation no crap you don't want to be an outlier because what happened is back in the day fear it comes from two different things and fear is important fear comes from back in the day when we were living in those tribes by the campfire outside the cave when we heard a twig go snap in the woods Adrenaline shot up, our cortisol shot up. We, get, we got fight or flight set in because we had to either run away from danger or get ready to fight it. That evolutionary past hasn't left us, but the triggers are way different. We don't hear the twig in the woods. That's not what we hear anymore. We, we have other things that scare us. The other thing that sets up fear for us in an evolutionary standpoint is being ostracized from the group. So it's either the twig in the woods that goes snap, which is physical danger, or I don't. I want to be a part of the group because if you get ostracized from the group from being not helpful, from being not skilled, from um, being a threat, then the chief kicks you out, and in a day or two you die from exposure. You can't, or you get eaten by the saber tooth tiger. So our evolutionary past is setting us up. The twig in the woods still kind of good. If you're standing on the edge of a cliff. <laughs> And your friends are like, jump, jump. And it's 60 feet up. You're having that same feelings because there's danger imminent that matters. But the other danger of being ostracized in the group is gone. Like that's a that's an old evolutionary part of our DNA that does not exist anymore. Now you standing out, now you exposing and working on your weaknesses is helpful. So your feelings are going to rest- hold you back from achieving the things you want to do. And this is why people wait to get motivated and they're they're nervous about working on their weaknesses. They don't want to um, do something that scares them. They don't want to be a leader because if you're a leader, they might say, you're not a good leader. You don't belong here. You're out. Or the leader of the tribe might say, you're a threat to me. Get out. What we've been ingrained in through our human DNA is to just blend in. And that part is going to hold us back because our feelings want us to do that. And a chemical cascade through our body of hormones is actually promoting these actions. It's promoting you not to live a fulfilled life. It's promoting you to survive. Well, the the fear of you not surviving is pretty low at this point, right? Like that's one have to worry about that part. What we need to do is realize that those hormones from Mm, these Twinkies taste good. To um, I don't want them to know I'm not good at this. To I don't want to speak up in a crowd. To I don't want to get off the couch. All of those feelings are not true. They're liars. They're holding you back from what you really want to do. This goes right down to like love. People, people are like people think that love is a feeling. Like I just, I just want to be in love. Like love is an act. Love is something you do. If you want to be in quote unquote be in love, you 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 it's a verb, it's not a feeling. You give love, you do love. If you love something, that's when you become in love. So people are just waiting and waiting and waiting for the magic love moment and they never get there. I want to feel passionate about this. I want to wait, I can't wait for me to find my passion. It's like, You're not gonna find it if you're waiting for your feelings to guide where you wanna go. Instead, set up the directive of your life, the 10,000-foot view of what are you gonna ask yourself on your deathbed? Then from there, what's the most important thing you can do right now to make that happen? And F your feelings. If you don't feel like doing those things, I don't care. In fact, that should be a signal that's exactly the thing you should be doing. I really don't wanna work on this presentation, go. I really don't wanna write my next manifesto, this book, Go. I really don't want to go to the gym. Go. I really want to snooze. I don't want to get up right now. Go. You know, I really don't want to go home and have that conversation with my wife about X, Y, and Z. Go. Like, I really don't want to go over there to my coaches and tell them how much I love them. Go. Like, all those feelings are holding you back from exactly what it is most of us want in life. I kind of feel like (laughs) I, I don't even want to ask another question.
1: I think that's I really good. I think we should wrap ranted. it up. Granted.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. All right, I'm going to go do something. But I'm going to end this podcast. <laughs> All right, Thanks, awesome. Ben.